This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Thanks for joining me for another episode of The Saturday Quiz. My name is John Leary, and on this podcast, I ask the questions and my guests try to answer them. The 70th annual Melbourne International Film Festival continues, so this week I'm joined by two film-affiliated people. It's a week of contrasts. One of these people is a dear old friend, the other I'm meeting for the first time today. One of them will, I'm sure, play down his contribution to the film he co-wrote, while the other created a very personal film using hours of home movies that his father shot. One of the films is a coming-of-age comedy set in the outback, the other a moving documentary exploring family, grief and catharsis. Welcome to the show, Stevie Rogers and James Crawley. Hey, thank you. Thanks, Johnny. Great to be here. Thanks for joining me, both. <laughs> great to be here as part of MIF. What an awesome festival. What a great time to be in Melbourne. Yeah, you're having a, a, a good good time in Melbourne with the, all the films, James? I mean, it's just a city built for a festival, really, a film festival. It's great. There's, you know, it screenings really is. all the time. It's amazing. Tell me, Stevie, the film you co-wrote with the director, Jub Clark, is Sweet As. Yeah, um... Jub and I met all oh, years ago through an uh, organisation called Playwriting Australia, which is called something else now. And I was in the Kimberley and she was looking to write a play and I was attached to that project as dramaturg. So we're talking a long time ago. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, my children were little. And uh, that play went on and did well. It was produced by Yuri Yarkin um, and played in Perth at the Perth Theatre Festival. Has that play become sweet no, as? elements of it. it so what happened story. with Jubby was she was brought up by her maternal grandparents uh, in Port Hedland, so in the Pilbara, mm-hmm. and her mother had a different story. Her mother left her when she was quite young. So that colonel, the colonel of her mother leaving her um, and Jubby being brought up by her maternal grandparents. That's the kernel of Sweet As, but the story took two different directions. The play was about her grandfather's dementia. The film, Sweet As, is about she was identified as an at-risk kid when she was um, young and they put them, they put right. them on a bus uh, and sent them around the Pilbara to take photos for National Geographic and that's the, fi- that's the wow. film um, but loosely Fantastic. based on that. Yeah, right. Wow. And as you said, your kids were little when you when you did the play, and you just told me that one of your kids, who is not so little anymore, is down here in Melbourne reviewing yeah. films for for me. Yeah, Mif. exciting. Yeah, I, I I told her there was a conference. She can't in, uh, review Sweet As because you know right. if, she didn't, if she didn't like the writing, <laughs> the it conflict. would be problematic from here on in. <laughs> so yeah, she's having a ball, and Fantastic. yeah, so it's a really great opportunity for her. And James, your film is called Volcano Man. And it's about your relationship to your father, right? That's right. Yeah, it's a pretty... I never thought my first film would have so much of me in it, uh, but it does, uh, much to my dismay. But no, it's been yeah, a wonderful experience uh, making the film. And it all started, I guess, when I watched about 30 or 40 hours of these confessionals that my dad had shot um, after his wife and my mum had passed away. And he's, you know, in the moments of 
of working that out, you know, in the days afterwards. And it was yeah. pretty crazy stuff to watch. And that was the start of, yeah, making the film. I'm sure. And you were unaware, right, of, the, of these confessionals that of their existence un, until you watched them. I hadn't, I hadn't, I knew he was, you know, playing around with the camera, but I didn't really know what he was doing. And I didn't yeah. really want anything to do with it. And basically just kind of, you know, like a lot of Aussie blokes probably just pushed all those feelings <laughs> right down. Yeah. And tried to ignore the whole lot of it, and then yeah, five or so years later, watched them all. I mean, and, um, yeah, uh, it's quite extraordinary the way that grief manifests in in both you and and your father, and and the way and the difference, and you know what what you needed versus what he could provide in in that time is really. I mean, that's what the film, I guess, is kind of about. It's about the deficits maybe in in his ability to to parent in that moment of grief and you know yeah, yeah. well he, he had to you know look after himself in that moment sure. and you know losing your your life partner of 30 years I mean I, I don't know how you get yourself out of that yeah. hole um and you know we, we had a great relationship there was you know it was um yeah, we were talking clear, I mean, but we were just yeah. talking about different different things and yeah me understanding what I needed to to say um and having to really make a film to be able to articulate it was basically what happened so you know he was very good at talking and being open and I wasn't um and yeah went and went and I guess did the atypical thing of making a film about it instead of yeah as my way of uh, articulating it so there we go that's great Stevie you'd you'd love it yeah Yeah. but anyway um (laughs) On this quiz, on on this season of the quiz, I've been asking people if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Mm. Oh, Stevie, after you. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. I've, I've, oh, no, I've got one. You go. I've got one, actually. Oh, yeah? I've got one. Go, James. I learnt the other day that pineapples used to be a status symbol. Oh. <sighs> Yes, they did. Yeah, like back... Oh, I'm going to get all the dates wrong, but, you know, no, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, go for it. Um, it's sort of in... in, in um, what, 1800s, uh, I guess? When did Jane Austen... When was that kind of period? What's that period called? Olden days? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Olden days. Yeah. 1820? 1840? Regency. The kind of regency yeah. period. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously very hard to grow tropical fruit in England. So <clears throat> very wealthy people built... From what I understand, gas and fire, coal-fired uh, greenhouses to grow pineapples because pineapples wow. look crazy, and then they'd carry them around like handbags. And someone worked it out um, with inflation taken into <laughs> account or whatever that each pineapple was costing about fifteen thousand US dollars or something to um, to grow. Goodness. And these people would walk around with them like a handbag, and then someone yeah. figured out how to import them and. The market for luxury pineapples bottomed out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And now now you get them in a can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What about you, Stevie? Anything spring? No, not really. how many Olympic swimming pools do you think there are in uh, in Greater Sydney? <laughs> See, this is good. Um, how many Olympic-sized yeah, swimming so pools do I think? It has to be 50 metres. And so there's some ocean yep. pools that, that yeah. uh, make, make, like, you know, icebergs makes the cut. Um, okay. Oh, it's 50 it? metres now and it's laned. So it has to kind of have that. That's the qualification. You've got to be able to swim a 100-metre Olympic race in it. I, I really have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. I mean, but, but I'm roughly, sure there's, like, it thinks, there's a like, few, you know, a normal city. A city of five million people. How many pools would that city have? Gosh, one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> no, a lot that's less. That's good. A lot less. Oh, really? Okay. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yeah. 
Wow. And, and that compared to other cities, have you swum at them all? Well, the reason we're trying to, yeah, we're in the process of doing it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Amazing. yeah. We've, we're, we've kind of hit fifty recently. We swam in uh, lane four at Homebush the other day, where Thorpey and them, you know, smashed the Americans like guitars in the Olympics. Into that. <laughs> Amazing! Yeah. Wow. What has been? What's been your fastest uh, pool? <laughs> um, Canterbury's pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and it's for a refurb in a couple of years, so we're a bit upset because there's some really good 1960s signage around saying, you know, yeah, no yeah. pushing, no running, no bombing sort of thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, great. Wow, that's a really good I, – I, I really like that bit of trivia as well. Oh, Thanks for that, Stevie. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Stevie Rogers and James Crawley. We're going to start with question number one. Speaking of size of things, question number one. By land area, which is the largest of New York City's boroughs? Mm. My word, geography is seriously not a strong point for me. So okay. this, is a, this is a swift Do you know handball. how many boroughs there are in New York? Well, so Manhattan. Yep, Queens. correct. Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, what, the Bronx is one? Correct. And there's one more. Is it Harlem? No, Harlem's part of the Bronx. Harlem's um, part of Manhattan, one? actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you can kind of go up there. on That's up, uptown, isn't it? Yeah, it's past 110th. Um, what, are we, what am I missing, Johnny? Uh, it's, a, it's an island. Oh, Rhode, uh, not Rhode Island. Um, Starts with S. Why, why, can't, why don't we know that? Where do they have the ball, the the um, governor's ball or whatever? That's on a. Um, oh, I don't know. Where do they? That's on have an island somewhere. Ball? I don't know. I'll tell you, it's Staten Island oh, is the one that you're that you've missed. That's but not. That's, that's not, not the largest area. That's not the largest by area. No. Mm. Isn't that funny? Because I've kind of got a picture of above. Like I'm, I'm looking at above because you know when you're there, you want to know how the streets are working. But it's so yeah. Manhattan and Brooklyn based. Yeah. Um. I have, wanna... you, have you been, James, to New York? I have. I yeah. have. I lived, I lived in the States for a year, but oh. I only spent a week in, in New York, so I must admit I'm not very au fait with the whole thing. But Brooklyn sounds big. Brooklyn is big. It's a big I'll word. tell you, Brooklyn is the second biggest. Is it? By land area. Yeah. I want to say Queens then. Well, you should because that's the right answer. Oh, well done. Yeah, Queens. Yeah. Queens is the biggest by land area. Um, I'm going to stay with Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well done. You got there in the end. That's great. And because um, Queens is kind of always the toughest as well, isn't it? Like, if you come from Queens, you're the real deal. Yeah, sure. But I, 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 like, I, mean, I want to live in Brooklyn, but I kind of like <laughs> the people in Queens. Okay. I yeah. mean, they're pretty close together. They're, they share a border. Like where we went to uni, Kingswood. It's like Kingswood, you know. <laughs> Kingswood or Warrington. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Like, they're great places, but you don't want to live there. But to go to uni, what a great... And Queens, I think Queens is like that. Yeah. Wow. Great. Good work. All right, question number two. 
Chinese military general, strategist, philosopher and writer Sun Tzu is credited as the author of The Art of... War. War. Yeah. Pretty easy one, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, have either of you read The Art of War? No. No. It, it is referenced a lot, isn't it? You, yeah. Well, you see the, you know, the Google image search of, you know, quotes from that left, right and centre. That's about <laughs> as far as I've got with, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. with The Art of War. Yeah. yeah. It's always like, don't go in quickly. Yeah. Don't go in, yeah. Don't go in without thinking about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the art of war, you know, is uh, ha- has been adopted by all sorts of business tycoons, that sort of... Uh, and, very, and board, very boardroomy. Very boardroom very sort of wall boardroom. vibe, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I haven't read it. I, mm. I wouldn't know. No. To start. No. All right, question number three. <laughs> Name the National Party turned independent member of parliament who after 29 years, is now Australia's current longest-serving federal MP. Really? Do you know who this is? I mean, that's interesting because I feel like I should because, like, my strength is, like, local politics like this. Yeah. And why isn't Mm. that just kind of spilling out quickly? Well, Um, I'm sure you know who this person is. Yeah, but... Are we... uh, you, you, You go, you go. Oh, well, I was just wondering if there's any sort of guess who level, um tips you could give us like you know big hat for instance big hat is is a is a good clue that you've oh, given okay. really? I think, so I think it we is know it. who it is barnaby all right no it's not no, barnaby no, no, no. oh what it's, it's bob oh it's bob oh, yeah bob. oh catter it's right. it's bob catter that's that's correct it's bob because because barnaby know hasn't what? got barnaby's still a national um yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. a very quiet one now True. He's sitting at the back of the room, quietly. Falling asleep. <laughs> yes. Um, do you know what electorate <clears throat> yeah, it's Bob Catter represents? Is it um, link, uh, it's way up north? Uh, it's not Capric. it's Cairns. It's kind of that area, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's that area. Uh, Lingar- it's not Lingari. No, Lingari's in Northern Territory. Uh, is it not, not Capricornia? No, it starts with K. Oh, it's a surname. Is this usually. part of the quiz or is this just like an add-on? No, this is just me, you know, me riffing. <laughs> no, but have you seen that, that one that my son always shows me for a laugh and he talks about the crocodiles up there? Bob? Oh, yeah, but I'm not going to lose any <laughs> sleep over it because they're t- it whatever is, he says. 29 people it's, or it's however. It's beyond unbelievable. It's like, wow, yeah. what a unique he, Just his, his rapid <clears throat> change between talking about one thing yeah. and then talking about the other. Yeah, yeah you, the synapse, you actually don't see the, <laughs> you don't see the yeah. kind of cognitive change. It just hasn't No, no. Um, I don't know that. What's his seat, Johnny? It is the division of Kennedy. Kennedy? Okay. Yeah, which was the seat held by his father, Bob Sr., ah. from 1966 to 1990. So he held it for 24 years. And so the yeah. Catters have just owned Kennedy. The Catters, yeah. Wow, they must, they must, they, well, yeah. They must be doing well for their electorate. <laughs> they must be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, question number four. On an email... What does BCC stand for? Ooh. Mm, what does it I believe that's a, that's a blind copy. Yeah, blind what copy? Blind. Is this is this a, like a faxing term or something? It, no, it, even, it predates faxing even. Oh, blind copy. So you, carbon copy. Is it carbon copy? Yes, it is blind carbon ah. copy. Yeah. 
So in the in the olden days, when you were sending a, uh, a letter or, or whatever... About a pineapple. About a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite those olden days. Yeah. <laughs> More recent olden days than those olden days. Uh, y- yeah, you'd put a, um, a piece of carbon paper between the two sheets of paper and you would write or type on, on the top one and uh, the whatever you wrote or typed would imprint onto the... Onto the back one. It's really hung on, hasn't it? It it's, really uh, has. It, yeah, it hasn't it, gone anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's it's mm. kind of in the same way as that at symbol was sort of almost redundant for years and years yeah. until the advent of email. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Mm. And then you've got the save icon. No one even knows what that means anymore. It's a floppy disk. Uh, yeah, What's right. That? When you click on the yeah, yeah, when you click on the save. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hmm. All right, question number five. According to the 2021 census, what, after Christianity, is Australia's second largest religious group? Mm-hmm. And religious group is in, you know, quotes. <coughs> so, mm. Well, there was... I did read that um, the amount of people who don't subscribe to a particular re- religion has grown um, yeah. a, a lot. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if that is classed as a group. I would probably say it's not the second biggest, but maybe that'd be a guess. Well, yeah, you, you're correct. It is no oh, okay. religion. religion. Yeah, yeah, no religion, no religion is the... It's actually the largest single response to the religious wow. question, given that Christianity is made up of you know numerous subdivisions. But uh, I suppose the same could possibly be said about no religion. Uh, but yeah, no religion was up... 8.8% on the 2016 census to 38.9% of the population. Wow. Yeah. With, and the, that's the, the only group to have increased its share by more than a full percentage point. Right. So things like Hinduism and uh, Islam have increased, but only by, you know, 0.6 or yeah, right. 0.8%. Okay. Yeah. I, I would not. That's, that is surprising. There you go. Yeah. Do you or, know what the largest actual or you know some religion is the the largest it's a christian group uh, the, do you know which one that would be well i would suspect catholics but yeah you suspect right yeah mm-hmm. uh, and it's a pretty it's a fair whack what is it know? johnny what is it over the anglicans it's an, it's an even 20 percent oh hmm of the population identifies Catholic, which is actually down 2.6%. Yeah, because my parents still attend Mass. Oh, yeah. They were telling me that when they go along now, once upon a time you used to complain about children crying, like lots of, you know, ah, you can't hear a child cry much anymore. Because they're all more, much more well-behaved. Is well, that what you mean? It, they're just not there. No, right. <laughs> so it's it's getting so minimal in terms of young that that thirty that that increase in the no religion yeah. is generational as well. Like it, it uh, is. You, you're um, actually a hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't go to church, but it, it's sad to know that there's only old people there. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> well, you could change that. Yeah, I, you're right. I might go along and have a have another listen. <laughs> Try it out again. You can always learn stuff. You can always learn stuff. <laughs> I'm going to be reading The Art of War and going to church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good plan. All right. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Stevie Rogers and James Crawley. We're up to question number six. Which actor was born with the given names Ruth Elizabeth on April 5th, 1908 in Massachusetts. Ruth Elizabeth. Ruth Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So we're looking for a surname, obviously, and I'll give you a clue. The Ruth part was pretty quickly dropped. Can you give me the year again? Yes, 1908. Right. Okay. So they were... um Elizabeth. So what's another way of... Is it Liz Taylor? No, it's not Liz Taylor. Two, 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 two. A Liz, though. It's not a Liz. It's a different oh. part of uh, is it Elizabeth. Beth, is it Beth? Beth, Beth Taylor. It's not Beth Taylor. It's not Taylor. It's not Taylor. God, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, but this person would have been um, at their height. Yes. Um, what, in the... Their height was 1.6 metres. Is that what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were, they were landing the gigs they were landing yes. in the studio system. What, around they were. Pre-war? Pre-Second World War? Yes. yes oh, they, yes, yeah. Let me check on that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they were... They were 30s. They were th- th- in the 30s, yeah. Yeah. But they were well and truly speaking. They were, they were sounding. They, they are in talkies, that's right. Wow. But, uh, Beth? Mm. Are, we, are, we, are we kind of comfortable with Beth or are we more... Yeah, were you comfortable with the... That's the right starting letter. Bet, bet. Bet, bet. Bet, bet, yeah. Bet, um, what's, who's bet in that era? Bet, my mum would be so upset with me. Because <laughs> I just want to go bet Midler, but I, that's wrong. <laughs> no, but it is bet. Davis. And there's some... Betty Davis, that's right. Betty Davis. Betty Davis eyes. Yeah, I was going to give you that little clue that there's something about, there's a song about her eyes, but yeah. yeah. Betty Davis. Great song. Was born Ruth Elizabeth wow. in April 5, 1908. She, Very well done. She had a, she did have big, beautiful eyes. Yeah. It's great. Good. It's great. <laughs> I've I got to admit, I, I don't think I've seen particularly many no. Betty Davis films. No. I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't seen All About Eve. No. Or even Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. So oh. they're kind of her... Her biggies. Her, her biggies, yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I might have seen them when, you know, like, you know, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. On, you know, you know that, that era where they still whacked it up on the television. And you, yeah. they had a couple on Sunday afternoon. You, you, the family did the ironing while it was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might have happened one winter, but I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> All right, question number seven. What is acrophobia a fear of? Do you want me to spell that for you? I'm, 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 I'm going to guess this is a space-related, as in a uh, fear of areas or lack thereof or too much, oh, one not, or the other. N- no, not agrophobia, which is... Oh, uh, AC, not AG. Yeah, that's right, mm. AC. A-C-R-O-phobia. So it's not spiders, that's acra. 
isn't it? That's arachna. Arachna. God, I'm really good at this. You're doing um, really well. No, you are. Yeah, Thanks. no, you, your Greek is really uh, good. <laughs> you haven't mentioned his sharks. So. <laughs> uh, I've got God no knows. idea. Sorry, you got no idea. No, like you know, you could you could start to pounce around with all our anxieties, couldn't you? Um, <laughs> like it's one. I've got to say, it's the one, dark. No, it's not the dark. Uh, it's one of the big ones. <laughs> big ones. Yeah. Fear of Nick, Nictophobia. No. <laughs> Nictophobia is fear of the dark. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Um, or what big ones like? Um, you know, it's not height. What? It's not falling. Why? Why do you say it's not height? Oh, well, because is I it? feel like that's um, that's called. What do you think else. that is? Vertigo, isn't it? Like. Oh, sure, but but. Oh, yeah, so um, this, but this is the actual word for the anxiety of that. That's right. A- acrophobia is the... Oh, that's heights, is it? Fear of ah. heights, yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's in the same way that we... Well, it's the same root that we get acrobatics. Ah. Or ah, right. um, ac- other acro words. <laughs> 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 um, which escaped me currently. Um, yeah, acro. Huh? That's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Acropolis. How does that the, work? How does Acropolis? What's that got to do with height? What's it? Well, it's the it's on the yeah. highest point. Uh, ah. The, the ah. polis, Acropolis. The the term Acropolis means high city. There you go. In That's Greek. Cool. There you go. You learn something every day, Johnny, and I'm learning about seven questions so far. So that's good. <laughs> Question number eight. Emma McKeon recently claimed the most gold medals in Commonwealth Games history. Mm. Name any of the three Australian swimmers who held the previous record of ten golds. And you get a bonus point for naming all three. And this is just Commonwealth, not not, not Olympic? This is any of the three Australian swimmers who had ten Commonwealth Games Golden. golds. Yeah. Okay. Of 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 any gender. Of any uh, yeah, of any gender. And, and just swimmers? Did you say or anyone? It could be a runner. That's right. They're swimmers. Hmm. I don't think anyone has had ten gold medals in in the Com Games out of the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, you'll know this, Stevie. I don't know if I will, but I can stab around like we did with the acrophobia. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the most obvious would be because back in the day, like those, you know, like the the, the, the Shane Goulds and the uh, Dawn phrases of that, that era. Yeah. I'm feeling like no, it's more modern than that. It is more modern than that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're right. I feel like Susie O'Neill might be one. You are very much correct. Yes, yeah, the golden girl of the pool. She's she was just lovely. <laughs> So there, there you go. You've you've got, you've got the answer, and now I want the the uh, the other two. Right, and then I would be kind of James. Do you have any? Uh, you've got no I'm, idea. You're letting uh, Stevie take the reins on this. I'm one? I'm more than. I mean, the man that can swim in 54 sw- Sydney swimming pools <laughs> is perfectly placed to answer this. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, what are the ones what are the ones that you're missing, Stevie? Yeah, I don't know, but would, the four that you I want to head to the other gender, is, is that right? Yeah, for one of them. Oh, really? Only one. Yeah. So two two ladies, one man. Wow, that's interesting. I, I meant what are the other four swimming pools that you haven't uh, 
Well, there's they a haven't... couple that are, Parramatta's shut at the moment, as you'd know. It's controversial oh. out there, so they're redoing that. Mm. Right. And they built the football stadium in about a day, and the pool's taken five years. Um, <laughs> you, you're going to talk to... Uh, this goes to show you who has power yeah. in the city. Yeah, yeah it's P- Peter Vlandis has... Uh, <laughs> more power than... Much more O'Neill. power than whoever the swimming... Uh, whoever, whoever lap swims like who, and looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep trying to keep their heart going. Um, yeah, so it's none of those big. It's none of those the dudes. It's not not Thorpey or any of that, um, isn't it? Oh, so isn't it? Oh, God, that's, yeah. that's the only it, one. Why do you say that it's not Thorpey? Well, I just feel like their focus was so Olympics. I feel like oh, uh, and the, right. he only swam the two, the four. He swam the two hundred, the four hundred, but he would have won some in the relays, I guess, in, in that as well. Yeah. Okay, Ian Thorpe. Ian Thorpe is the right answer. Okay, so we've got Ian okay. Thorpe, Susie O'Neill, McKeon. And one more. And quite a modern swimmer? Yep. And a female. That's right. Is it one of the girls, um, like the Campbell, um, Kate Campbell's, one of the Campbell sisters? No. No. No, they weren't. No, it's not. They weren't quite good enough, were they? <laughs> <laughs> they were good, but they weren't quite good enough. Um, I don't know, Johnny. I did pretty well. Susie O'Neill and Thorpe. You did, you did you, fantastic. You are holding up the, the team here. Uh, massively. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this person, she competed at the 2000 Summer Olympics, so oh. Sydney Olympics, at just oh, okay. 15 years old. Wow. Oh, Liesl Jones. Very well done, Stevie. Liesl Jones well is the right answer. Wow. Wow, you, you, you smashed that, really. She could really breaststroke, couldn't she? Yeah, was that her, her thing of choice? Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but... She was young, like that. That first Olympics at fifteen, like wonder kid, like like look at this girl, and then really matured into the role. Mm. Yeah. Jones is noted for employing a classic breaststroke technique, typified by a slow but deeper stroke cycle, and mm-hmm. also by her slow starts. Right. Mm. Okay. Go. I'll work okay. on that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get a Liesl Jones style. Yeah, I was, I was pointed to out to the other stroke. The reason I'm going deeper. <laughs> uh, all right, question number nine. In which country is the city of Timbuktu? In which country? Yeah. Do you want to start with a continent? We're in Africa. We are in Africa. Okay, lots of countries in there. There are. There's, uh, lots of options. 54. Yeah. Countries in ah, coincidentally, the same amount of swimming pools, pools uh, that Stevie's <laughs> going to swim in. Yeah. Well, maybe, well, maybe I'm wrong, but that's, uh, <laughs> but yes. Um, would it be up north somewhere, Johnny? Uh yeah, sort of um, west. Oh. It is a landlocked country. Mm. Okay, I should know this, like everyone, because you always say that you do the thing. You go oh, Timbuktu, and then someone tells you, well, that's actually in. The- <laughs> Obviously, I shut off. I don't listen at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be another one of those ones that's very one-sided in Stevie's direction. (laughs) Um, As you probably figured out by now, when I go to pub trivia, all my mates pretend they can't see me and, you know, (laughs) tell me to leave. So... Have either of you been to Africa? No, I haven't. Anywhere in Africa? No, my my partner has, Jo. She spent some time there. Um, Mm. And my sister has... Uh, and she's got a map of Africa on the back of her toilet door. Oh, so okay. you can, sometimes you can study it. 
And for a long time, I used to go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn that 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 whole continent one day. Yes, um, but I, I, and you, you're yet to yet to do that. Yeah, well, I just haven't visited my sister for a while. But when you say landlocked, like, <laughs> or her toilet, <laughs> or the toilet, that's right. When I say landlocked, I'm, it's, not, it's somewhere near the Congo, isn't it? Perhaps. Ah, um, uh, yeah. no, I think you've gone to in, you're too far south. South, I think. further. So it's up in this bit. It's up oh, in the it? the humpy bit. Yeah, the humpy you know? bit, right. Mm. I'll tell I'll tell you some of the countries that it that it borders. It borders okay. Algeria, mm-hmm. Niger, mm-hmm. Burkina Faso. Wow. Mm. Um, I'm still exactly zero like percent closer to getting the answer. <laughs> was it colonised uh, by the French, Johnny? I think it was colonised by the Portuguese. I might be wrong there, though. No, you, you're probably right. You're probably right. It, yes, uh, the official language. Is French, so I'm assuming that I that you're right and I'm wrong. I only said that to try to sound smart because I it, it <laughs> well, you did. me no closer <laughs> to the answer. Could it start with could it start with S? No, it doesn't start with S. Let me tell you that it starts with M. M. Mm-hmm. M. Namibia. Namibia. <laughs> no, M. and it's a, a very short name. Only four letters. Mali. Mali. Yeah. Mali. Timbuktu is a city in Mali. Mali. Yeah. Wow. Now, what are we up to? We're up to the final question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give us another blind CC uh, level question, Johnny. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of a yes or no answer, this one. Ooh. So question number 10. Is a curlicue curly? A curlicue? Yeah. Do you now, know what a curlicue is? first question is, what is a curlicue? Yeah, well, there you no, go. No, if I you do know not. that, then you got the answer. Mm. Well, no, I've no idea. What, what could it be, Stevie? Any ideas? I was really leaving this one to you, mate. Right. Okay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Curlicue. Curlicue. Yeah. Is it a utensil of some description? No, it's not a utensil. It's, <laughs> hmm. Is it, is it a, a symbol? It is kind of yes. You would refer to it as a symbol. It's it's either in writing or in architecture. Okay. Curlicue. Um, ah. A unit of. Measurement, something you'd see on a plan, maybe something you'd see on it's, a. It's not a, a unit. It's it's decorative. Well, like a filigree sort of. Sure. Type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When you say decorative, in the ceiling. Sometimes in the ceiling. Sometimes on uh, you know it makes up elements of stonework or ah. or, or metalwork. Is it the I don't know. Or, it, it the, or it's you know often used in calligraphy. Something? Yeah, I feel like it's curly. I don't know why. It is. It is. is it, it has, does have a curl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely. Definitely, it is. Yeah. It's. It's v- very curly. Yeah. Right. So it's, oh, almost, yeah. it's almost like that. Yeah. So the curlicues are, uh, can be those things. You know, in calligraphy, when when someone sort of does a fancy name or whatever, and then mm-hmm. they do a, a sort of flourish underneath or around the edges or or all over the shop. And they're those kind of those repeating patterns of curls and circles and things, scroll work, things like that. Beautiful, and similarly, stuff. In, okay. in architecture, it's it's sort of design elements that decorate. Yeah, yeah a little curlicue. It's yeah. nice to say, isn't it? Curlicue. Yeah, mm, it is. Lovely. Okay. Well, one last break, and we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. James Crawley, Stevie Rogers, thank you both so much for doing the quiz. Yeah, you guys did really well. No, we didn't. You I mean, did. I didn't. Stevie did great. I thought we did pretty well as a team. <laughs> no, I think you're a great team. There's no, yeah. there's, there's no me and you. There's only us here. That's that. Uh, well, thank you for that. No, that makes me feel better. Thank you. <laughs> I'll write off your coattails, <laughs> your early coattails. And good luck yeah. to both your films that that are in the in the festival, Sweet As and Volcano Man. People can get tickets to see both those shows by going to myth.com.au and also I'm not sure if this is the case with Sweet As but Volcano Man can be seen all around the country in a few days on the the Myth uh, Myth Play on Myth Play Play. yes that's from Friday the 12th I believe oh great yesterday yes uh, yesterday and uh, yes no we have a screening on the last weekend of the festival um, the 21st I think it is but yeah it's going to be great. Oh, look Go see them both. Sounds, sounds, yeah. sounds really great. I look forward to looking, watching it. Oh, and well, likewise, love, look forward to seeing Sweet As. And that's, pre- that's premiering I think next week, 13. isn't it? Yeah, it's got two, uh, one, in, one in, I don't know the theatres, but I, like, you're talking about Central. I, I know that they're playing in country, regional Victoria as well. Oh, yeah. fantastic, yeah. Throughout the festival. Um, and Yarraville's got a screening at some point. But I great. think the, the two screenings in Melbourne are, are, are basically sold out. Um, I think amazing, um, which is great. Amazing. But um, yeah, it's a real, it's a teen, it's for kids in a way. Um, you know, it's for 13, 14, 15. It's like that's its target. Um, right. Yeah. Someone right. Described it as Breakfast Club on Wheels, and then uh, and, and someone said, "Well, the kids won't know what Breakfast Club is." And I said, "No, but the mums and dads do, and they take them along." <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so it's for that audience that is still even going to cinema with their parents. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a beautiful little coming of age film. It's great. Oh, great. I can't wait to see it. Well, nice to see you again, Stevie. Lovely to meet you, James. And you. Thanks. Lovely to meet you both. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Saturday Quiz. If you've been enjoying the podcast, find me on social media or write me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to my guests this week, Stevie Rogers and James Crawley. Even if you're not in Melbourne for the festival, you can still see a vast number of myth films by watching online. Go to play.myth.com.au or download the app from your app store. Thank you to Cindy McDonald for another great quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>